Rojbaş, this is the Kurdish edition podcast and I'm your host Sardar Saadi.
Hello everyone, welcome to the 13th episode of the Kurdish Edition podcast. Today's episode is particularly special for me because I have been wanting to do it since I started this podcast and uh, also because I want to introduce one of my favorite Kurdish singers ever, Qadr Dilan. The opening uh, song of this episode that you just heard is called Frishta, uh, meaning uh, angel. Uh, with lyrics based on a poem from Kamran Mukri. It is, uh, in my belief, uh, one of the finest Kurdish songs uh, from Qadr Dilan. This song uh, could be indisputably uh, identified as one of the first Kurdish songs that marked the beginning of modern Kurdish music. And uh, Qadr Dilan uh, was no doubt the first vanguard of this music. This episode is about Dilan and some of the leading figures in modern Kurdish music. It is not based on an extensive research nor intends to be one. My initial plan was to work on a podcast beside the uh, Kurdish edition to specifically talk about Kurdish music. And I wanted to begin uh, that podcast with this episode. But uh, later I decided to just focus on the Kurdish edition and expand it. Qadr Dilan was born in 1928 in the city of Sleimani or Sleimaniya in Bashur, Iraqi Kurdistan. He was coming from a family that valued intellect and learning. His brother, Hamasaleh Dilan, was a Kurdish poet and a political activist who spent uh, 13 years of his life in Iraqi prisons. Qadr Dilan started music from early years of school and he, he soon mastered uh, many instruments, mainly violin and uh, oud. In 1947, he founded uh, a music band named Dilan, which in mid-1950s became uh, the Molevi music band, where many leading musicians in Kurdistan, such as William Yohanna, Behja Saatchi, Hatem Rash, and others worked together. In 1952, Dilan left Suleimani to Baghdad to begin his college studies in economy, but he soon gave up college and started working uh, at the Kurdish radio of Baghdad. In this uh, radio station, he worked with many musicians and singers. According to one source, Frishta was first composed during those years. Later in 1950s, uh, uh, Dilan went back to Sleimani and uh, worked with the Maulavi group, but details uh, are unknown of uh, how his life was divided between Baghdad and Sleimani. Ay, 
From Dilan that we just listened to is called Joani Bienav or Anonym uh, Beauty. Uh, this song is based on a poem by the great Kurdish uh, poet uh, Abdullah Guiran, who is known for pioneering a new wave in Kurdish poetry. In 1962, uh, Dilan moved to Prague, uh, former uh, Czechoslovakia Republic, to study music. Prague was one of the favorite destinations for Kurdish students in those years. Dilan learned the language quickly and his artistic talents led him to some important positions. In 1967, he started working at the official radio and TV station in Prague. He apparently also worked at the Arabic uh, broadcast of the Prague radio and he was the, the composer uh, of a weekly children's show on that radio. Dilan married a Czech girl, but uh, not much detail of his family and his personal life uh, uh, are known to me, uh, at least based on the research that I have done. Many remember Dilan for his gentle and warm character, and some mention his cosmopolitan lifestyle. For example, uh, Jalal Dabagh, uh, a Kurdish politician from uh, Iraqi Communist Party, Remembers how uh, uh, Qadir Dilan took uh, took him on a tour of Prague, and he especially mentions that one night Dilan took him to a famous historic pub in the city where Dilan alone uh, drank uh, twelve pints of beer. <laughs> Thank you. 
We just listened to another song by Khadr Dilan, Baran Barana. Many Kurdish artists and politicians in Europe were in contact with Khadr Dilan during uh, those years and they have talked about his uh, influential position in the Radio Prague. Dilan was known for his strong communist beliefs, but at the same time, he was deeply in love with Kurdistan and connected to the Kurdish struggle. He used his position in the city to protect uh, some Kurdish political refugees. And for example, uh, Yakta Uzunoğlu mentions that uh, Dilan helped to prevent a deportation order against uh, Najmadin Büyükaya, a famous Kurdish political activist, to Turkey. Moreover, uh, according to Zunoğlu, in 1973, Dilan used uh, his influence to invite some singers and employees of the Kurdish radio of Yerevan for a state visit to uh, Prague, where they participated in Euro celebrations of that year. Dilan composed many songs while in Prague, but sadly, only a dozen or so of Dilan's songs have survived. Qadr Dilan passed away on March 18, 1999, after a long battle against cancer. In 2007, and based on his will, his body was brought back to Kurdistan and buried in uh, his city, Sleimani. Dilan's influence on Kurdish music is tremendous, and one of the earliest signs of uh, his influence started from the early 1970s in an unlikely place, Tbilisi, the capital of Georgia, that was once a republic of the former Soviet Union. Qadr Dilan's relationship with Radio Yerevan and Kurdish intellectuals in uh, Armenia and Georgia had made a huge impact on them, and in, in 1973, uh, a Kurdish music b- uh, band uh, was founded in Tbilisi named after Dilan. Koma Dilan or the Dilan music band uh, became Koma Vatan two years later, and Koma Vatan is known to be the first Kurdish uh, uh, rock music band. 
and by the way uh, Vatan means homeland the leading vocalist of Koma Vatan was Karam Garden Zeri who is a Yazidi Kurd uh, whose ancestors were from one in Bakur northern Kurdistan or Turkey but they had to flee to, to, to today's Armenia out of the fear of genocide against non-Muslims in the last years of the Ottoman Empire. In an interview with uh, Halil Frat Yazar and Mehmet Hadi Sumer for a documentary on Kurdish rock named uh, Bewatan or Without Homeland produced in 2011, Gardenzeli talks about uh, how they came with the name Watan for this group. He says, quote, Displacement has made us persons without a homeland. My grandfather's grave is in Armenia. My dad, my dad's grave is in uh, Georgia and my sister's is uh, in Russia. We are all over the place without a homeland. I don't know where to visit whose grave. My songs talk about this reality. End of quote. Gerden Zali with three other musicians, uh, two Yazidi Kurds and an Armenian uh, started Komavatan. In the same documentary, Gerdanzeli uh, mentions that he and his friends were all influenced by a new wave of uh, rock music in the world and in the Soviets of the early uh, 70s. They thought uh, they could also bring rock into the Kurdish music. So they formed this uh, band and uh, a Kurdish intellectual in Georgia named uh, Kareme Ankusi worked on their behalf to get the needed support from the government uh, for them. Uh, to basically buy uh, musical instruments and have uh, access to studios and music venues. Tamam gülüm çiçek feze Konya sağlam 
The Ottoman's Wind, from which the song Alagas uh, that you just listened to uh, was released in 1979. Lyrics of uh, the songs in this album are from different Kurdish poets of the time in the Soviets, such as Erdogan Jalil, Mikhail Rashid, uh, Aziz Isko, and uh, Karlene Chachan. Uh, and Alagas is actually from Karlene Chachan. The next song that I'm going to play is probably one of the greatest hits in the Kurdish music by Komavatan. It is titled Hasanbra. Uh, Hasanbra or Brother Hassan is uh, actually a lament for a fallen Kurdish warrior named uh, Hassan. Here it is. Shoot it, 
Kamabaten was disbanded in 1992 after the fall of the Soviets. The lack of uh, government support was the main reason of that, according to uh, Gerdan Zeri. Kamabaten has been a great source of inspiration for a number of Kurdish young musicians to work on Kurdish rock music in the years later and even until now. Some of the newer Kurdish rock music bands and singers uh, are Komaroshan, Komasiya Sheveh, Koma Faraj and Rojan Berkan in Kermanji and uh, Rakkurt in Sorani. The tradition of working as a music band uh, became very popular in the later years in uh, Kurdistan. One of the earliest Kurdish music groups is uh, Tipi Musiqai Sleimani, the music band of Sleimani, uh, that actually was more like the first Kurdish uh, symphony orchestra that was established in Sleimani in 1967. One could say that Tipi Musiqai Sleimani follows the tradition that Qadir Dilan first started with his music group Dilan that later, become, uh, that later became Mawlavi. Besides some of the musicians from Mawlavi music bands such as William Yohanna that I mentioned before, many younger Kurdish musicians started their professional career uh, as musicians uh, from Tipi Musiqai Sleimani. Anwar Karadaghi is one of the most important figures here as he composed most of the songs in this group. It was for the first time that a large number of musicians with a choir which number of singers uh, was sometimes close to 50 people produced a Kurdish song. Many Kurdish singers such as, such as Qadr Kaban, 
Abbas Muhammad Ibrahim Khayyat performed with this group. However, uh, this group mostly used Kurdish traditional styles of music, uh, with, uh, of course, uh, some uh, exceptions. Let's listen to one of the uh, early songs composed by Tipi Musiqai Sleimani. Thank you. 
In the late 60s and early 70s, one can claim that the Kurdish Renaissance was taking place in Iraq, where many Kurdish cultural and art circles and individuals started to flourish. A fragile deal uh, between the Kurdish nationalist movement in Bashur, Iraqi Kurdistan, led by uh, Mullah Mustafa Barzani and the, uh, and the Iraqi government in 1970, helped the Kurds to realize their cultural life in the cities of Kurdistan. Even after the collapse of the agreement with the Kurds uh, and the defeat of the Kurdish movement in 1975, Kurdish cultural activities were allowed in Iraq in limited capacity and under the government's control. Let's listen to another song by uh, Abbas Muhammad from Tipi Musiqai Slimani. <laughs> Thank you. 
Some of the other uh, music bands during that time and later uh, in Iraqi Kurdistan that can be mentioned here are Tipi Musiqai Kardo Zankoy Suleimani. It's Suleimani University's music band that also worked on uh, rock music. Tipi Khanzad that was an all-woman Kurdish music group. And uh, we can also mention uh, the establishment of two other bands for the city of Hewler where uh, Kurdish musician Wilya Ahmed was influential, as well as in the city of the Hoq, where uh, songs in the Kurdish dialect of Badini, uh, which is a variety of the main Kurdish dialect, uh, Kermanji, was composed. Among later groups, we can name Tipi Musiqa Shahid Karzan, uh, Martyr Karzan music group uh, that uh, mainly made revolutionary and patriotic Kurdish songs in, in the mid-1980s, uh, and they work uh, clandestinely and mostly in the mountains. Unfortunately, the quality of uh, many songs produced by these bands that I found online are very poor. So let me play here just a very short uh, a part of a song by Tipi Musiqai Zankoy Suleimani. Among uh, other vanguards of uh, modern Kurdish music, uh, Juan Hajo is of course one of the singers that has a prominent place in the Kurdish music. 
Hajo also made an important uh, contribution to the evolution of the Kurdish music, both in terms of style and instruments uh, that uh, he brought in, especially by working with uh, European uh, musicians uh, since 1980. I introduced uh, Juan Hajo in the fifth episode of this podcast, so uh, I'm not going to talk about him here. Here is Yade, a song by uh, Juan Hajo from his uh, album uh, The Arbecker, published in 1982 in Germany. Lyrics are uh, a poem from uh, Goran Hajo.
Finally, let me talk about the first music group that was established in Turkey, Koma Ahmet. was founded in 1987 by a group of Kurdish students in Ankara with the leading role of Abdul Malik Sheikh Bakir, a young man from the city of Amude in Rojava, Syria. Abdul Malik, uh, who was known among his friends as Malak, had just won the medical school of the prestigious Hajitepe University in uh, Ankara and he had come to Ankara as an international student. A brilliant young man with a burning passion for music as well as for the Kurdish cause. And this led him to uh, bring a group of uh, young Kurdish musicians together to make uh, Kurdish music. He moved to another medical school in 1990 in Istanbul just to focus more on his music and cultural and political activism. It was uh, during a time that a total ban was enforced in Turkey against Kurdish language. Koma Ahmed produced its first album titled Kulilka Azadi, The Flower of Freedom in 1990. Listen to a song with the same name from this album. Oh, 
Ahmed was one of the earliest group that introduced uh, collective music production in the form uh, of combs or groups in Kurdish music. It was inspired by the Kurdistan Workers' Party's PKK's political and cultural resistance and Koma Berkhodan that was active in the PKK camps and in Europe, which I also introduced in the episode 5, was the leading example for the newly emerging combs in Turkey. In 1990, another comb, Komadenge Azadi, came to existence. 
Denge Azadi or the Voice of Freedom music band released its first album called Heavy or Hope in 1991. This comb brought many elements of electronic music into Kurdish music in a mix with more traditional instruments like uh, saz. Interestingly, in some of the lyrics of the songs of this album, they also mention uh, My City Mahabad, and it was a big surprise for us when. Uh, when we first heard this group in the late 1990s in Mahabad. Here is Nevroz by Komadenge Azadi. Çend zivistan çün geçti ne buharı 
چندی چند بر بانچران چون تاری روزی and Komadenge Azadi were the core funding groups of the Mesopotamia Cultural Center that was established in Istanbul in 1990 by uh, some Kurdish intellectuals and politicians. Members of these two groups worked together to produce their albums despite all their difficulties and political restrictions against them to record their music in Istanbul of that time. Both Koma Ahmed and Koma Denge Azadi and other Koms that came into existence at this center in the years later were instrumental in the revival of the Kurdish music and language in Bakur, Northern Kurdistan and Turkey. Koma Azad, Koma Agrejian, Koma Chia, Koma Mezrabotan, Koma Roshalat, Koma Ravshan, Koma Gulen Kherzan were among some of these groups. Abdul Malik or Malek was not just a visionary musician, but a true revolutionary that regrettably left the Kurdish music too soon. In 1991, he joined the PKK guerrillas and a year later, he lost his life in a battle against the Turkish occupation army. Let me finish this episode with Malek singing Ciao Bella. <laughs> Ciao, 
Ui partizan, mergi farbele Ciao, bella, ciao, bella, ciao, bella, ciao, ciao, ciao Mergi de farbele, berbi ci oi ue Ne corbic si ne Nem fos be, nem fos be, hey, gül a geshi. 